Alright, Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination in this atmosphere. There is no contradictions. Every eyes of understanding of everyone is enlightened. I will say as we study your word, we behold you as we see ourselves in you. There is clarity, there is light. And we shine that light in dark places. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, alright. Who you are in Christ. Let's study that this evening. Who you are in Christ. Who are you in Christ? Let's, that's a question we want to study. It's a question. Who you are in Christ? Who you are in Christ? Let's embark on that journey, this um, short journey this evening. Because, you know, people can ask you and... Um, who can ask you a question and ask you and say, um, who are you? Have people asked you that question before? How I many of you have anybody asked you that question before and say, who are you? What, or what's, who are you? Or what's, what's, what are you? Or what's, what's, what do you do? So, um, God has you, God has given us his word so that we can know who we are. God has given us his word and we have the Bible too. To show to us who we are in Christ. Look at Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13. Verse 5 to 6. So you can know who you are. And you can know what to say. Hebrews 13. Verse 5 and 6. Hebrews 13. Verse 5 and 6. It says. Um, it says. Uh, let your conversations be without conversiousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he had said, I will not leave you and forsake thee so that we might boldly say, Hallelujah. So he had said something so that we might boldly say. So he has given us his word so we can say his word. Hallelujah. He has given us his word so we can say his word. And the Bible, like I've always told us, is a book of identification. I'll say that again. The Bible is a book of identification. The Bible is a book of identification. When we study the Bible, we are studying and understanding what the Word of God has to say about us. We are finding out discoveries about the Word of God. The writings of the Scriptures are highly informative. The writings of the scriptures are highly informative. So it will help us to see who we are and what we have to. You know, it will help us to see who we are and what we are. It will help us to see who we are and what we are. Look at Philemon 1 verse 6. 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 Philemon 1 verse 6, it says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. It says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So acknowledging here means accurate scientific discovery. It's from the Greek word epignosis. It means accurate scientific discoveries. Accurate scientific discoveries. So, Paul would also make reference to that word in Ephesians 1 verse 17. Ephesians 1 verse 17. He would use that in his prayer. We saw that earlier when we were praying in Ephesians 1 verse 17. Ephesians 1 17. We're going to open a lot of scriptures. That's why we're in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> 
Visions 1 verse 17, it says that, um, but what it says there, you there? Or it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of what wisdom and what revelation in the knowledge of Him. He used that word in the knowledge of Him. And it says in, in we read in Philemon 1 verse 6, it says, by acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So in the knowledge of Him is still also known as epignosis. That word in the knowledge of him is like saying epignosis too, that is accurate scientific discoveries. Accurate scientific discoveries. Look at Philippians 1 verse 9. We saw that earlier too. Philippians 1 verse 9. Philippians 1 verse 9. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Knowledge as discernment. So when he says knowledge here, it means knowledge as discernment. So you'll be able to discern, you'll be able to, it's like an ability to distinguish, an ability to distinguish things. So the essence of his writing was for us to see the realities via accurate knowledge. So we'll be able to see our realities in Christ via an accurate knowledge, via a precise knowledge. It's like saying, my name is higher, higher Benson. Now, I can say my name because I have an understanding of my name, just as you have. So it's like saying, hey, what's your name? Who are you? You can safely say, this is how I was born. This is my history. This is where I'm from. And you'll be able to flow in that direction. So the scriptures are given to us for that informative, for that information. Scriptures are given to us for that information. It says, so we're going back to that Philemon 1 verse 6 where it says, that the communication of our faith may become effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. So that means there are good things in us in Christ. So the very day we believe the gospel, there are good things in us in Christ. We have received that. We studied that when we were doing a series on basics of Christianity and we said that every believer needs to come to the reality of what God has done in Christ Jesus for him. So the very minute you got born again, a lot has happened to you and you, when you come to the light of the gospel, a lot has happened to you in Christ and you just have to find out. Hallelujah. You just have to find out. So and that's why we are in this service this evening because we are finding out and that's why we'll keep being in service every day because we want to find out what God has done in Christ for us and everything. Now, so it says every good thing which is in us in Christ. So the term in Christ is referred to as Paul's signature of the gospel. You will see that the family Christ is like Paul's way of writing things in the gospel. It was used 130 times in the New Testament scriptures. 130 times. You will see the terms like, like um, in um, um in, 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 you see by um, in um, thing like, things like that. I think I did a teaching on the in Christ scriptures. You can lay your hand on that material. In the Christ scriptures, you find out, you see how we were able to navigate around and see the way the word in Christ was used in the scriptures, in the, in the New Testament. So because the believer is found in Christ. I'll say it again. The believer is found in Christ. You are not found in yourself. Your identity is not in yourself. Your identity is in Christ. Say my identity, my identity. 
identity. You're not saying it like you mean it. My identity, my identity is, in Christ. is in Christ. My identity, my identity is, in Christ. is in Christ. So the believer is found in Christ and he must see himself there. You must learn to see yourself in Christ. As a man who has believed the gospel, you must learn to see yourself in Christ. Look at 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5. I'll wait for you. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. Are you there? 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. I'll wait for you. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. It says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ where, after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. I'll read it again, so just in case some of you are not there. It says, Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh, yea, though ye have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth, no, we in no more. So, we don't identify men by the flesh anymore. The man who is born again, we don't identify him by the flesh anymore. We don't identify him by saying, oh, he is this, he is that. We don't identify him with his past. Oh, he's, he's, um, he's a drunkard. Oh, he's a smoker. We don't identify the man in that realm anymore. We identify that man in Christ. Hallelujah. Look at Galatians 3 verse 28. Galatians 3 verse 28. Galatians 3 verse 28. Galatians 3 28. Galatians 3 verse 28. It says that um, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ. So, we don't identify men by their tribe anymore. We don't say, oh, because this guy is black, this guy is white anymore. We don't say, oh, because this guy is Hispanic anymore, or this guy is um, Caucasian anymore. We don't say, we don't identify men via their gender or their earthly status. We identify them as a man in Christ. That is who we see ourselves now. We now see ourselves as a man in the Christ, not as a man in the flesh. We now see ourselves like this way the scriptures are seeing us. Hallelujah. Look at sec- let's go back to our 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. Let's go back there. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. Let's go back there. It says, Wherefore, wherefore henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we in no more. So knowing Christ after the flesh is the limitations of the four Gospels. Do you know what the four Gospels means? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's the four Gospels. They gave us the eyewitness details of Jesus. That is the record of Jesus when he was here on earth living for about 33 and a half years. They gave us all this record. So, he was viewed from a human point of view in the, in the four Gospels. His dressing, they, they, they told us he was wearing a right apparel of those things. So, I don't know. That's what we watched in the movie. <laughs> Hallelujah. How <laughs> I many of you have watched that Passion of Christ movie? You've seen the movie, right? So, he was seen in his dressing. Some people say Jesus is tall. Jesus is 
it's short, Jesus is brief, Jesus is, we don't know, <laughs> we, we were not there. So he was seen via his height, seen via his dressings, seen via his miracles, and, that's, and that the strands of variation of opinions were around him, a lot of opinions, oh, he was this, he was that. In fact, let's, let's see the conversation they had around him. Look at Matthew 16, let's see, when he asks them a question, Let's see what they were responding. Like, okay, you know, people can have different opinion about you. I mean, if you have had your friends say, oh, um, I just think you are deep. I mean, if you have had your friends had give you different opinion about you and you'd be wondering, I don't think this is me. How I many of you have had that they say, oh, um, you used to be very sad. You used to you just, you just behave somehow. I just don't like your company. I just don't like the kind of vibe that you give me. And yeah, it's just not comfortable for me and all of those things. And you just be wondering, ah. Is that really me? I thought I was very jovial. I thought I played with people around. And you just were wondering, is that, is that who really I am? Now, let's see. They did that same thing to Jesus too. Look at, look at Matthew 16, verse 13. Jesus too had that conversation with them. In Matthew 16, verse 13. Matthew 16, verse 13. Matthew 16, verse 13. Are you there? I'll wait for you. Matthew 16, verse 13. Matthew 16, verse 13. Are you there? It says, When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea of Philippi, he asked the disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? It's just like saying, Okay, let's do this. Look at your neighbor beside you and say, Who do you think I am? Get, no, no. Ask, ask your neighbor and ask. Say, Who do you think I am? No, get a response. Get a response. You guys now have a conversation and get a response. What do you think, what do you think I am? Who do you think I am? Ask, have the conversation. I'm giving you two minutes. Have that conversation. Now, so that you will see the different opinions everyone has about you. Have that conversation. Have, let's do that for about two minutes. Let's do that about two minutes. Who do you Ben think I am? Who do, you, do you get it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, listen. Did you see that you got different opinions, right? Now, okay, let's do that to me. Who do you think I am? I'm just joking. No, I don't want to hear. <laughs> All right. Because I know some are going to give some wicked stuff here. I don't know. I know some people like favor. They're going to just say, oh, he's very wicked. <laughs> All right. Matthew 16, verse 13. Who do men, the son of, who do men say the son of man am? Look at verse 14. He said, some say thou art John the Baptist. Really? John the Baptist. They saw John the Baptist in the, in the four gospels. How would you say he is John the Baptist? <laughs> It says, some say you are Helias, that is, you are Elijah. How will Elijah reincarnate again from the dead? You know, some people are not really thinking, you know. <laughs> how, will, how will Elijah reincarnate again? And say, some say you are Jeremiah. Really? Is it because Jesus used to cry? Maybe because they saw him, they saw him um, at the tomb of Lazarus crying. That, oh, and Jesus went. And I say, oh, you know, Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. So then I say, oh, probably he's Jeremiah because he was crying. And I say, ah. In answer, but in answer to them, who do ye say I am? And look at what Peter said in verse 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. So who do they say I am? That's a critical question. Critical question. Look at what they said. They had dangers of personal revelations. They had different personal revelations. Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Just the same way you, you just had a conversation within yourselves now and you found out things that you don't even know that you are. I don't know if you, someone told you just now what you don't think you are. I don't know if you, some, you, someone told you that. None of you? Oh, all of you had a good perception of yourself? 
Ah, someone told you wrong. Someone said, exactly. And so, someone told you something you don't think you are. Exactly. So, everybody has a different personality or different personal revelations about yourself or about Jesus. But Jesus now asked them a question. Who did you say I am? So, there were different opinions, different shades of opinions. Some says, you know, some people will say, I mean, if I have a conversation, and some people will say, Jesus is like um, one of those gods. Jesus is like one of those prophets. Jesus is like, um, Jesus, is, Jesus didn't even exist. Um, Jesus is just somewhere in the sky. Jesus is just um, a man that just died and never rose again. But you see, the scriptures are given to us to study. That is why we have the scriptures to study, to look after. Praise God. So some have looked at the Bible. They say the Bible is like a mountain. The Bible is like a lion, depending on how they see it. But you see, we have to learn to understand and read the scriptures by ourselves. Do you get it? So, you know, if you keep seeing or you keep looking at the mirror or if you keep believing what favor told you about you, that's what you would think. I many of you believe that. If people keep telling you you are a liar, you are a liar, someday you start seeing yourself that I am a liar. You start seeing yourself and start working in the reality of, oh, I think I lie too much though. Even though you don't lie, you just be telling yourself, I think I'm a liar because it is what you see that you're faking. It is what you are being told you be fair. Just like they told you your name. They told you your name is a fair and you took it like that. You didn't even ask questions. You just took it like that. You just grew up and they're just telling you, oh, Ife is here, Ife is here, Ife is here. And that's all. That's your name. Hallelujah. So, we have to understand who Christ is. Because if we can understand who Christ is, we can understand who we are. If we don't understand who Christ is, we can't understand who we are. So, he asked his own disciples, who do men, who do you say I am? If you don't know who Christ is, you will have an identity crisis of yourself. Your, your identity is not defined by your stars, your signs, Gemini, uh, Gemini, Libra, Scorpius, um, Spetigerians. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Sagittarius. Okay, which other one? Is the Scorpius? Uh, which other one? Is Libra. Libra. Virgo. Leo. Aries. Sangrins. Aquarius. Anyone? All of the above. That is not your identity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That cannot define you. <coughs> if that starts defining you, you start living by the dictates of this world. But if you allow Christ show you who you are, that is the final revelation of who you are. Hallelujah. Because if you don't know who Christ is, you will have an identity crisis about yourself. Knowing Jesus is knowing yourself. Say, knowing Jesus, knowing Jesus is knowing myself. Is knowing, myself. Knowing, Jesus is knowing Jesus is knowing myself. Is knowing so, because when you know him, you know yourself. You know yourself. So, it is pathetic to the disciples to know who Jesus was. Look at Luke 24, verse 19. Some of the disciples, look at what they said in Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 19. 
Luke 24, verse 19, because some of the disciples too also have same views about him. Look in Luke 24, verse 19. He says, And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed, and the word before God and all the people. So they understand. These were some of the disciples speaking after his resurrection. They called him a prophet. They didn't even know he is the son of God. They were saying, ah, he's a mighty prophet. Really? He is the son of God. Even after he has alacted them much earlier, even after he has told them, you see that in Matthew 11 verse 9, that he's more than a prophet. But they couldn't go beyond their senses. That couldn't, they, they needed something more different. That's why we are explaining the epignosis. That you have a, a scientific discovery, a bigger revelation, a bigger picture of who Christ is. And look at what Peter had to say in Matthew 16. Let's go back there. They couldn't go beyond their human point of view. But in Matthew 16, when Peter was to speak, Peter spoke accurately. Peter spoke very stunted, very detailed in Matthew, in Matthew 16. Matthew 16, it says, and Simon, Matthew 16, verse 16. Matthew 16, verse 16, it says, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art Christ. He responded accurately. Because if you don't know Jesus, you don't know yourself. If you still keep seeing Jesus as a prophet, if you keep seeing Jesus as um, a political messiah, a social messiah, a, uh, they thought of something in CRK those days, and uh, I said Jesus was a political messiah, Jesus was a social messiah, an economic, economic messiah. Um, different kind of views that Jesus, people have about Jesus. Um, but the Bible says he is the son of God. The living God. And look at what Jesus said in verse 17. Look at Jesus' response. Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjuna, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Flesh and blood refers to human perceptions. Human perceptions. His senses. He didn't know Jesus through his senses. He didn't know Jesus through his feelings. He says, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. This can only be known by revelation. Knowing Jesus can only be known by revelation. Revelation. Not by visiting Jerusalem. It's not by going there and taking pictures. The proof, we're going to study something on Sunday. The proof of Jesus being alive is that he's walking with us today. Hallelujah. It's not by going to Jerusalem and taking pictures and saying, oh, it's no more in the tomb. That is not the proof. That is still by the senses. Hallelujah. That's still you trying to still figure things out. It's not by going to River Jordan and saying, oh, you walked on this water. Let me to walk on it. <laughs> or because he used a prayer shower. You need me to take a prayer shower and take it and take it home. No, that can't be. That can't be how to know Jesus. You know Jesus by revelation. Hallelujah. Say, I know Jesus. I know by revelation. I know Jesus by revelation. So, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. It is not by visiting Google. It's not by going on Google and saying, oh, has Jesus died? You know, the people that ask those questions on Google, has Jesus died? Has he risen? 
It's not by going on. No, no. It is by revelation. That's why Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16, he says, look, let's go there to 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. I want you to see it yourself. Look at 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. 2 Corinthians, we read it earlier. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. So now it's going to make sense to you what we're saying. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. It says, wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Does it make sense now? We are not going to know Jesus after the flesh. Yea, though we know Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth, we know him no more. We are not going to know him by how he walked. We are not going to know him by the clothes he wore. We are not going to know him by how tall or how short he is. We're not going to know him by what is his age. We're not going to know him by, oh, is his fingers nails long? We're not going to know him by, is he black, is he white, is he yellow, is he blue, is he purple? We're not going to know him by that. We're going to know him by revelation, by the Spirit of God. That word ends forth means from now on, from now going forward. We don't see him that way again. So if we are found in Christ, it can't be known by our senses. We can only know him by revelation. See, I know Christ. I know Christ. By, revelation. by revelation. Look at verse 17. In that same place, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, therefore, therefore means because of the above. When you see therefore, it means a statement has been said. So, I'm just continuing from that. So, therefore, because of what was said in verse 16, if any man be in Christ, the word be there is in in the King James. So, it means he is a new creation. If any man in Christ, he is a new creation. Creature means species. We studied that in basis of Christianity. That creation means species. It means kind, a new species. A new species, a new kind of humanity. So the man in Christ is new. Say, I'm new. So when a man gets born again, he is new. You know how, you know what happens to a newborn baby when a newborn baby is born? That is what happens to a man in Christ. He is new. He becomes a new kind of man. It becomes a different kind of species. It becomes a new man. So the very day you got born again, you became new. And it, there is nothing old about you anymore. The Bible says the blessings of God are new every morning. You are new. Hallelujah. So you, you are not known by your former identity. You are not known by what you used to do in the past. You are not known by what you used to do before. You are new. Hallelujah. So let no one judge you. Let no one look at you. Let no one see you as that man who was not born again before. But let them see you in your new reality. And how do they see that? They don't see that in the senses. They don't see that in the flesh. They see it by revelation. So I will only know you by revelation. I don't know you by how you talk. I don't know you by how you speak. I don't know you by how you walk. I don't know you by your haircut. I don't know you by your hairdo. I don't know you by whatever. I know you by who God says you are. And the word says you are born again. Hallelujah. The word says you are a new man in Christ. Say I'm a new man in Christ. A new man in Christ. That's what the word says you are. Quit letting the word tell you, oh, 
you are, you are this, you are that. You are a new man in Christ. You are a new species, a new kind of breed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the man in Christ is new. He is new, like a man who has not existed before. Do you know a man has the benefit of living twice? You know this thing called second chance. God really gives us second chance. Thinking about it. We got born into this world from our mother's home many years ago. But the Lord is giving us a second chance to be born again through, through salvation. Hallelujah. So that means we can start a new life afresh when we get born again. We can correct our wrongs by us being born again. Hallelujah. So because the man is new in such a way that he, has, he hasn't existed before. That is who the man in Christ is. That's why he says, Behold, all things have become new. Behold means pay attention to this. Behold means see. Behold means look at this. I am new. All things have become new. It means see. Not in your body. We are not going to see it in your body. We are not going to see it in your dressing. We are not going to see it in your shoes. We are not going to see it in your hairstyle. We are not going to see it in the way... In, in, we are not going to see it in all of that because he said we, are, we don't know you after the flesh. Remember, in verse 16 he says, we are not knowing you after the flesh. Look at it in verse 16. He says, henceforth we know no man after the flesh. So he said, behold, all things have become new. Behold, he has become new. So that means see yourself in Christ. See that you've become new. This is epignosis. This is the accurate knowledge we were talking about in Ephesians 1, in Philemon 1 verse 6, where it says, accurate scientific discoveries. We are perusing, we are looking and investigating what God has done in Christ Jesus for the man in Christ. And what has God done in Christ Jesus is that the man has become new. The man is now born again. The man is a new species. The man is a new kind. The man is a new, has a new identity. Hallelujah. And he's not by his dressing. He's not by the flesh. He's not by his body. Because he has become new. So that is epignosis. Precise revelation. Giving by the spirit. In Ephesians 1 verse 17. He says that he will give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him so that our eyes of understanding in verse 18 may be enlightened so that we will know. We will know the hope of his calling, the riches of his glory, the heritage of the sin, the exceeding greatness of his power that is at work to us who who believe. So the spirit unveil who we are to us. The spirit tells you you are born again. The spirit tells you you are righteous. The Spirit tells you you are saved. The Spirit tells you you are sanctified, you are justified. The Spirit tells you you are holy. In the flesh, you are not. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, were, you still crossed the red light this evening. That doesn't sound like a man in Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Bible says you are what? You are holy. You are born again. You are new. So the Spirit unveiled us to us. No psychologists know who you are. Not Libra. 
they said October. I think I'm October. They said, October is Libra, right? Yeah. I think October. October is Libra. I think you have experience in those things. Is this your psychologist, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, it, is it your birthday late? Or Up end. October 2nd. October. Yeah, Libra. Libra. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That is not who I am. I'm not Libra. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm a man in Christ. Glory to God. I'm a man in Christ. So what you your journey, right? I think it's Aquarius. Aquarius. January. Aquarius. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you're not that. If you accept, you want to choose that. <laughs> Hallelujah. They say you are melancholy, you are sanding, you are, you, are, <laughs> you are melancholy, you are sanguine, you are phlegmatic. They will not tell you, um, as, a, as a sanguine, you cannot, you cannot be with or be in a relationship with somebody who is in melancholy because it has to be flecked home. Compatible. The, you are not compatible. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you will be checking your compatibility. So one of the first questions in, in, when you go on, when you go on um, all this... Um, First date question: What's your sign? Are you? I'm a stop sign. I'm a stop sign. Hallelujah! So the spirit unveils who we are to us. Hallelujah! The spirit unveils who we are to us. That is who, what the spirit does. Neither does a scientist does that to us. Neither does the sociologist do that to us because our kind is found in Christ. And if we are found in Christ, the scriptures we explain that to us. Hallelujah. Because how do we find Christ and how do we know Christ? Via the scriptures. So if you want to understand who we are, we look at the scriptures again to figure out who we are in Christ. We look at the scriptures. We go through the scriptures. We have a study of the scriptures and we find out who the believer is. The believer is found in Christ. Our kind is found in Christ and it is seen by the Spirit. Our kind is found in Christ and it is seen by the Spirit. Look at James 1 verse 23. 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 Are you there? James 1 verse 23. James 1 verse 23. It says, For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, is like a man beholding his natural face in the, God, in the glass. And now it says, For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way straight away, forgeteth what manner of man he was. Natural face in the original language means it refers to the way you were born. The way you were born. So it's like saying our real self. So when we look at God's word, so look at what it says again. Look at, let's start from verse 22. It says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass you know when we study the scriptures we are seeing ourselves this is our mirror god's word is our mirror god's word is revealing us to us so it's like saying you are hearing god's word now then you go out and say oh i'm not a man in christ 
Oh, I don't believe what that guy is saying. I'm not a man in Christ. So he says, For if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, is like a man building his natural face in a grass. Look at verse 24. For he builded himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetted what manner of man he was. That is not us because we have to feed on God's word to see who we are in Christ. That means we, we don't act beside yourself. So we don't act like men who have not fed on God's word. We seek for identification in God's word. We don't seek for identification in ourselves or elsewhere. We act like men who are born of the word. We act like men who have believed God's word. We act like men who have seen or behold God's word in the mirror. So that man is a man in Christ. So let's go back to our Philemon 1 verse 6 as we round up this evening. Let's go back to our Philemon 1 verse 6. We're going to continue this next um, Saturday. We'll, we'll, we'll continue this. Look at it. In Philemon 1 verse 6, it says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in us in Christ Jesus. So when a believer acknowledge and see who he is in Christ. It says, by acknowledging every good thing which is in us in Christ. So, when you get born again, there is a whole lot God has done in Christ Jesus for you. And you just have to find out. And what we do, or what we'll keep doing as we study God's word, is we'll keep finding out that detail. We'll keep seeing what God has done in us. Hallelujah. We'll keep beholding on it. We'll keep seeing it. And we said acknowledging is like accurate scientific discovery. That is why we are also praying the Pauline prayers. So that we come to that discovery. We come to that full comprehension. We come to that knowledge, that exact knowledge of what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That is what Christ has done for us. So we must see and say who we are in Christ. We must see and say who we are in Christ. We must call ourselves what God has called us. We must call ourselves what God has called us. We must see that reality. It says, behold, he is a new man. So you must see, you must pay attention to that reality. Because you are what the word says you are. See, I am what the word says I am. I am what the word says I am. You're not what Acarius says you are. You're not what um, Sandwin says you are. Or Sandwin says you are. You're not what um, Libra says you are. You're not what those, those signs says you are. I like what he said. You're not what the stop signs say you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you are what the word says I am. So when I feed on God's word, I see myself. As I'm studying Christ, I'm seeing my identity. Hallelujah. What do you think, Paul, who was a serial killer, who killed and murdered the disciples of Jesus, then he said, behold, the blood of no one is in my hands. Really? You killed. But he said, the blood of no one. He said, let no man. He says, for I have wronged no man. Really? You? 
But if we see him in the flesh, we are going to accuse him for that. But if we see him by the lenses of the Spirit, we're going to see him as a man who is born again. As a man who has envisioned or who has embraced what the world says he is. I am a new creation in Christ. Say, I am what the word says I am. I am what the word says I am. I am what the word says I can do. Hallelujah. You blessed by that? You sure about that? Share with your neighbor what you learned in this service this evening. Share with them.